One more time. Do your intro. That's the intro. <laughs> and it's 11.56 on July... Ooh, 2nd? July 2nd. And we are back <laughs> for another episode of Card Talk. And um, I realize I'm driving 10 under the speed limit right now. Oh, they're so mad. Um, yeah, you, you probably hear another voice here. <laughs> I, I didn't, like, split my voice or anything. Uh, there is... I picked up some strange man... I was hitchhiking. Yep. Hitchhiking in this 91 degree weather. It was worth it. And... I have a rucksack filled with magic cards. <laughs> That's true. That, that is 100% true. Um, so, random guest person, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi. My name is Julian. I'll be listening to this later. <laughs> I, I was brought on... I, by my, the th- I was thinking about this before we, before we did it. And I was thinking... Like, you are, I would consider, an expert for Hearthstone. I would consider Mm. myself a fan of Magic the Gathering. So that's perfect. So, I'm not going to, like, you know all the names of the cards, for instance, and, like, their specific casting costs, and, like, all this stuff. I know generalized information about a larger pool of information that is Magic the Gathering. And I think, I think that's going to help because this is not a Magic the Gathering podcast. It's a Hearthstone podcast. So I will be fresh ears and eyes. And I, I'll be asking more questions than I answer, probably. Well, and if we're being honest, fresh ears and eyes look the best. Yeah, they, and they're delicious. Like a baby's ears, look. Okay. they look good. Yep. And then we talked about something else. Did you have, do you have any, any, before we have any like conversation about the, did you have anything you wanted to talk about Hearthstone um, well there's a new expansion it, did it just come out it just got announced yesterday oh it just got announced um, but we don't we don't have to talk about that that's not like you know whatever new expansions whatever it's a very special episode it's not like that's anything important to a card show um, look at that guy just down in a ditch <laughs> Um, I want... That reminds me of the Magic the Gathering card, Gravedigger. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a classic. It's been reprinted about 18 times. <laughs> Isn't that a monster truck? <laughs> yeah, also a monster truck. It was named after the famous monster truck, Gravedigger. <laughs> Perfect. Rampage was my favorite. Uh, named after the famous uh, video game, Rampage. Rampage. Um, you mean the famous uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie? Yeah, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson vehicle, Rampage. Um, they, the Gravedigger is a very famous Magic the Gathering card within Magic the Gathering, mm. but it probably has not breached popular culture, like maybe Black Lotus or Soul Ring or yes. something like that. Um, it, uh, it is a simple, I think, three cost, like two colorless and a black for a two, three, uh, zombie that also brings a creature back from the graveyard to your hand. And that is, I'm going to say again, I'm not an expert. So these are these are educated guesses on me using that about a dozen times in my Magic the Gathering career. Um, but it is like, it's, it's become a standard. And because of the way the format rotates, and there's always like new sets in standard, they reprint it a lot because people really like to use it. Which is pretty cool for the theme of it. Yeah. It's a grave digger. Yeah, it's a good. It's emblematic of the color. Is the idea? Mm. Is it's a very, it's a very um, 
swampy black card. And on a Monticello, we love swamps. We love them. And baseball parks. Yep, we got plenty of those. Okay, I already cut you off when we were talking about Gravedigger. What did you have for a question? Uh, I just, I think it's just a good name. Gravedigger. That's the only reason why I play card games, is for the names. Oh, well this is going to be rough because I forget names pretty easily. And faces, and details, and birthdays. Mm. Well that was a very personal detail you just so shared with us. So if you ask me the birthday of any card, I probably won't know. Mm. Gravedigger? No idea. Okay. 1997. That's a guess. That's, that's probably a... That's a good guess, though. It's a guess. Um, I was going to say that's a good year, but I was seven, and I don't know what happened that yeah, year. Yeah, you're a young man. A young man. Okay, we need to talk... We need to stay on topic. Well, before we talk magic... Yeah. And... Or Hearthstone. <laughs> See your death, and then you pull out a gun. Um, yeah. <laughs> I got to reach into my pocket here and um, ask you a question. Yeah. Give us your elevator pitch of what got you into card games and or just games in general. Video and or board. No, that's good. Because it it came in waves, I would say. There There were chunks of time where video, the video version of games, are the only sort of games I enjoyed. And I, I would say that was between, that was between when I was like 10 years old and like 19 years old. Like mm. it was all, like video games is the only real, apparently enjoyable enough thing that I could like sink some time into. Um, I, when I was really young, when I was like seven, eight, eight or nine, we'll say seven, <laughs> when I was eight or nine, I played like a couple games of Magic the Gathering with one of my friends. Okay. And I liked it, but I didn't know what was going on. And we were young enough that he was not, he found it entertaining to beat someone who didn't know what they were doing. Mm. So, and it's not, you know, card games aren't like chess or like a, like a skill game like that or, or poker or something like that where an inexperienced person can be a wrench in the works just because they make weird moves. Like, with magic, if you don't know what you're doing, and with Hearthstone probably too, if you don't know what you're doing, you can't, like, fumble your way into a win, really. Sure. You know? Yeah. Like, you can't throw off the other person's tactics because of what you're doing. You either know what you're doing or you don't. Or you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had a deck that was a squirrel deck, and it was amazing, meaning it generated squirrel tr- tokens like crazy. Little one-one squirrel creatures. So by the end of it, I was pleased enough that I had generated like 12 squirrels, even though I got destroyed. Um, and I remember really liking it, and then we did something else. And then, and then you know, skipped like 10 years in the future, I realized that, the, in, that at this point, of, like at that point in my life, and up until now, I enjoy games as a, as a very fabricated excuse to hang out with somebody like without having to just go over there and then see what's happening next you yes. know like you might go over to a friend's house and be like alright so what are we doing we're watching TV we're gonna play badminton outside what's going on um, I like video games card games board games all this stuff just as an excuse the games themselves are very fun but I want to be face to face with someone hmm. and that is that is my like big lead into 
what is my biggest difference between Magic the Gathering and Hearthstone. Because I also don't play Magic the Gathering Arena. Yep. I don't like because I do enjoy the the strategy of the game. Sure. But I know what I enjoy more is just being with somebody. Sure. And like catching up and hanging out and make creating inside jokes. Like it's not as I'm not competitive competitive enough for the strategy to be the thing. You want to go to the store, see people. Yeah. Play a tournament. Yes. It, well, especially if it's people that I know. Yep. I don't know that I'm like super jazzed about going to like maybe a store I haven't been to. Or, I mean, we most of the time, because of the formats that I play in for Magic, mm-hmm. I'm playing with friends. Like, I don't like making standard decks. I don't have the money to make a, like, an actually competitive uh, commander deck, but I have, like, four non-competitive ones that are really fun. Commander's the singleton? Commander is the big singleton where it's 100 cards. Oh, my gosh. Because there's also a... Wow. I forget what it's called now. They, there's a new, relati- relatively new official format that is Singleton or Highlander or whatever you want to call it uh-huh. that is 60 cards and has a, the same thing with Commander, has a single card that you can recast over and over again that is your Commander. Like, it's out all the time. You have to pay its casting cost, but it's out all the time, and every time it goes, gets removed from play, if you want to put it back in play, you have to pay another two colorless man mm. so if it costs three the first time it costs five the second time etc um so you can build a whole deck around that because it's a card you know you're going to have access to so if it's a card that buffs True. soldiers then you can make a soldier deck like it's it's just as simple as that squirrels yep i don't know if there's a like it has to be a legendary card legendary They'll, squirrel yeah i don't know if there's a legendary squirrel unfortunately that would i mean that would that would get me into magic that would do it well that's like, at at your home right now in my toolbox of magic cards there is a there is a, a not squirrel you could imagine there's squirrels okay a okay. soldier generating deck that works like the squirrel deck like on crack it it like you should in if that deck works properly mm-hmm. you should generate about 31 one soldiers by turn five holy cow yeah. um wow and it's great. It's super fun. We could always print out images of squirrels. That's what you could... I mean, the and, images yeah. on there are human, but there's nothing stopping you from just assuming that they're squirrels. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. And it's got some good control, too. It's a it's an all-white deck, because that's Soldier's primary color. And uh, it's got... That, that means there's some really good removal. It's fun stuff. There's a biker that we're waiting for. Yeah, we're to, um, being polite. Yep, but no one else is. Um, no, same question to you, though. Are, yeah. Besides the biker, what's going on there? But what, like, what, well, I know when Hearthstone started, which is basically when Hearthstone started. Like, yes. you've been playing Hearthstone nonstop since then. <laughs> yes, right? exactly, yes. Um, before that, or maybe, was it before or after that that you were like you really liked Dominion. You and your wife played Dominion and some friends, mm. right? Yeah. Yep. And that's a that's it's it's a deck building game. It's similar at least. So when did that happen? Was that before or so, after? Yeah, that was during. I think that was like the first year of playing Hearthstone. Okay. But I found out that I like card games from playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Sure. Back in middle school okay. with my friends and there was the TV show that went with it which is absolutely the best anime out there. I think um, we all agree on this. We can all agree that that's a true point. Yep. 
Um, and I found, which is kind of interesting, the blue op- eyes white dragon. Yep. The blue eyes ultimate dragon. Yep. So good. Three heads. Three heads. I mean, who could beat that? Nobody. Just a furry Karibo. Okay. Um, oh, you just multiply it, right? You just multiply it. Which it did something different in the show than it did in the actual card. Well, so that was annoying. They had limited time, you know. Yeah, you know. They 23 gotta, minute episodes. <sighs> With, yeah, you got those commercials in there for Nerf guns and uh-huh. Cocoa Puffs. Uh-huh. And Gak. Um, I found that playing Yu-Gi-Oh, for me, I enjoyed the social aspect of it, but I enjoyed the game even more. And so when a game like Hearthstone came around, where I could... I think maybe the biggest thing is growing up, hanging with my friends was an event. Like, it was obviously only something I could do on the weekends, because weekdays were for school, and I'd have to do homework and stuff. Sure. And so if I wanted to play Yu-Gi-Oh!, I usually had to wait till the weekend. And so something like Hearthstone came around. Um, Obviously, I wasn't, like, in eighth grade anymore or anything when that came out five years ago. But I could get the card game itch by myself whenever I wanted to. And there was kind of a social aspect to Hearthstone, but you're totally totally right. It's not as good as face-to-face. There's a language, though. Like, there's there's an understanding with, with people who are playing Hearthstone. The whole, like... For instance, like the 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 ragging on people by doing good game or whatever, you know, yes, like yes, like the emoting. I'm completely destroying you. Good game, good game, good game, like that sort of thing. Like there there is a language. It's not as though that's part of why it's successful. Like mm-hmm. if in any game, there's I can't think of a game except for Tetris where like it's inc- it's incredibly successful and there's no way to communicate with other people. Totally. Like it is a it, but it, so it is a factor. It is present. Mm. And that's what I always, I don't know, I enjoyed, when I was playing Hearthstone for a very small period of time, and then every once in a while since then, like, I always liked matching up with somebody who obviously was going to destroy me, but they weren't taking it so seriously. Totally. And they'll, finding ways to communicate within that is always a fun challenge. Yeah, you have six things you can say. Yes. And try to space them out so that you can get a point across. Yeah. That's it, but okay, going back to what you said just a second ago, like, mm-hmm. that is a good point. So, one, you're, you're, you, would you, would you say you're pretty competitive? Yes. Maybe, and not in like a, there's nothing wrong with that. Not in a, like, toxic way. No, but totally. But you, you like to, like, you like to, like, I want to have the best strategy and yeah. I want to win. Yeah, you want to win. You're not, like, devastated if you lose, yes. maybe, most of the time. If it's like a 30 minute <laughs> match, then yes. You might but. be a little bummed out. Um, but that's the, when, when I was a kid, we had, we were in a very suburban neighborhood in Brooklyn Park, mm-hmm. and, which is a suburb of Minneapolis for all the thousands of people who are listening to this and don't know where Brooklyn Park is, um, the, <laughs> um, the, we had, like, we lived, a, a, like, a, a block away from the school, the elementary school that I went to, mm-hmm. and there were maybe two dozen kids around, and I can't think of, like, a week where I spent less than three days almost immediately going to another kid's house. Like, we hung totally. out a lot. Like, sure. school school day, like school nights, like you said, were for homework. Mm-hmm. We're not for homework for me. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to say I did Oh, man, the truth. It comes <laughs> out. Or, like, paid attention to my work or, like, excelled. It was probably not great for me. But <laughs> but the fact is, I, it was, like, instilled in me. Like, I still feel weird sometimes when, as an adult, I, like, I just don't see anyone but my wife for you know, a week or something like that. Sure. It's like, I feel like, man. You want to see people. Something went wrong. Like I, 
I should have seen someone two days ago, you know, or something like that. Or I something's off. I should have met up to watch Dragon Ball Z with a friend, or absolutely, or, or play Super Smash Brothers, or whatever the stupid thing is that we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like it, it colors that that part of it then. Because I honestly, I, I the reason I probably didn't attach to Hearthstone as much as I could have mm-hmm. is because it didn't have the direct communication. Absolutely. Like I, w- I would have played with you all the time if we had headphones on and we were talking. Like, cause, cause then I don't care. Like, if I'm winning, losing, whatever. I think when that stuff gets taken away, I start to be the bad version of wanting to win. Or like, <laughs> like where totally. I'm not focusing on the communication. So I'm just so all I can focus on is the strategy. And then when I make a mistake, I get really frustrated with myself. <laughs> I'm not like throw. I've never thrown a controller in my life or anything like that. Like, I'm not that sort of frustrated. I mm. keep mine internal where it's safe, you know, yeah, and it can yeah. explode me from the inside. You're throwing your organs around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why they had to take the appendix out. Yeah, you've um, thrown it around from all those Hearthstone yeah, games. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Did I know that? I knew that. I got my appendix out. How's that going? Uh, no, it was like a year ago. Yeah, so, that's right. So oh, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Oh. Don't even worry about it, man. I wasn't using it. Was that appendix A? or That's an appendix or, joke. Or B? Uh, just the one. <laughs> just the one. <laughs> Yeah, I can't come up with a good appendix I joke. I don't think there's more than one appendix. In the, well, maybe. I don't know what's in there. I'm not going to the doctor. Um, okay, I, I had another question for you. Do you know off the top of your head what the card count is for both of the games? For Magic the Gathering and, and uh, Hearthstone? Oh, man. Well, you, you probably know the magic one. Uh, well, I looked it up. <laughs> I looked it up! <laughs> I, otherwise, I would not have known. This is great. Um, so Hearthstone, yes, uh, just off the top of my head, uh-huh. I would say has like ten expansions. With each of them, it's like one hundred thirty per expansion. Sure, but then a few adventures with thirty. So what's the math there? Like seven sets of one thirty plus plus 100. whatever they started with. Plus they started with about three hundred, I think. Okay. Are you doing the math, or are you trying to get me to do the math? I'm trying to drive and not die. <laughs> Especially when there's a truck I that know just went tr- across your lane to go check the mail or something. Oh, what a guy. Oh, man. Uh, so probably about over 2,000. Okay, no, 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 that's good. So uh, I couldn't get, like, the current... Because it was too much information flying around. 2,000 so, is one magic set. So I couldn't get... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, one magic set's about two fifty, oh, but they reprint stuff all the time, which just isn't a thing sure. in Hearthstone because they don't have to. Yeah, because they continue to be available yep. in Magic as of uh, the fourteenth of January last year, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. There was a little under two twenty thousand cards, twenty thousand individual cards, like excluding reprints, excluding stuff like that. But that does include functional reprints. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? Uh, I do not. There, are, for instance, there are like eight different bear cards okay. that are like two, two, two bears that mm-hmm. cost a colorless and a green. Okay. And and that's it. Like there are eight different names for that. Oh, so but it's, it's a functional just the same reprint. text. It's the exact same thing. Um, it does the different. same thing. They don't add any, you know, abilities when they go onto the field or when they're removed or anything like that. Okay. Just functional reprints where it's like this one's a bear, this one's a brown bear, this one's a black bear. It doesn't matter. Um, so about twenty thousand, about twenty thousand though, and that's oh as of early God. last year. So as of December last year in Hearthstone, including cards that are only... oh, you know this number too. <laughs> yep, yep. I looked it up. What is it? <laughs> I'm not here as like a spokesperson. I'm here to, I'm here to do a podcast. That's great. Um, that's great. Uh, as okay, of yeah. 
uh, December 8th, 2018, which was the release of Rastakar's Rumble, Rastakhan's Rumble. Yep. Um, including cards that were used only in sets, like during adventures and things like that, but sure. otherwise you can't use them in your own deck. Mm -hmm. um, it's 2,579. So that's what, like it's a 10% of an, magic? It's an eighth. It's roughly an eighth. Oh my gosh. Um, and I think that's the, that's the, but the, the problem with that is how, I, I couldn't find the number for how many of the Magic the Gathering cards are lands. Because that's like the conversation that we need oh, to okay. have, right? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. The, yep. the biggest, arguably the biggest difference is land fixing, which is that like Hearthstone, you, that's not a thing. You know, there Correct. is no land fixing. But it's a whole it's a it's a whole process within Magic the Gathering. There are certain types of decks that are all about land. That's it's the only thing that they do is like generate land, sacrifice land, whatever. So the the interesting thing about land mm -hmm. and um, and my magic experiences from Magic Arena. My my magic experience. My magic experience <laughs> is from Magic Arena. Yeah. I think that's like a natural progression of a Hearthstone yes, player. Yes, I think that was um, their plan as well. Is to get people like me. <laughs> yeah. But one thing I found is I like both mana systems, yeah, Hearthstone sure. and Magics, but I love... One of the main things I love about Hearthstone is the lore. Having played World yeah, of Warcraft, great. I love the storyline and all that sort of stuff. And when it comes to Magic, the thing... And this might be weird. I don't know if this is something that anyone has ever said. No, we'll see. You know, speaking about watermelon and how to scoop it, <laughs> this is a brand new idea. <laughs> so out and of context. Yeah, go for it. It's perfect. Okay. Is I love the lore behind land. I love putting together a oh, deck yeah. of different colors and being like, okay, I am a, a wizard and I am a wizard of the swamp. And I am constantly calling on my swamp energies. You could be a lizard wizard. Um, a lizard wizard. But then maybe I'm like, oh, I went to I went to school in the plains somewhere. Yeah. And I'm like, now I've learned some of the plain magic. And I am intellectually evolving as a wizard. And I just think it's really cool to be like, okay, now I got my planes down and I can summon my powers from my planes buddies. You know, I, okay, so I'll say right now that I haven't heard anyone say that out loud, but it's what I think all the time. Good, so good, I, I kind of wish we would have dug into some magic cards. Like, I, I brought a ton. Yeah, full disclosure. I brought like a thousand magic cards in decks, like over to this, and then we never touched them. But <laughs> the, because. We will, we will play with them. We, we will play with them. Because um, it's something that I. Like, it's the. It's a big difference between the two games, but it's also something that I focus on a lot because I really like I really like the context of land as well. Like for instance, like so you're talking about just the base like grew up in a swamp, went to school where there are mountains or whatever. Like that like that's a good backdrop in your own mind. There are also just hundreds of lands that have their own story. Like um uh Tolarian Tolarian Academy is a blue oh, yeah, land. Right. Yes, it's, yes. It's a literal academy. Like you're calling on the energy of this. And I have, I have a colorless deck, an artifact deck that is my okay. favorite deck. It is a commander. It's a singleton, 100 card deck. Okay. That I, I have spent it. I created it in like 2012. I've spent since then seven years like working on it, and I finally am oh considering gosh. it like like 2.0. Like it's okay. finally like where I want it to be 
for a while where I don't have to spend any more money on it yes, or yes. look for cards for it or anything like that. If a card comes up in a new set, I'll, you know, buy that single card for two bucks or whatever, but I'm not... Which is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is fun. Yeah, it means you have an opportunity. You always have a reason to, like, look at the new... That is a tiny dog! Sorry. Whoa, that is, and it's watching that lady mow. <laughs> I thought it was fake. Uh, so just just a, a yard a, dog. A fake... A six inch yard dog to scare away I don't know but the the coyotes it's but, not moving I don't is it okay I think it's okay um but the uh yeah and it is uh so their basic lands are are the five basic land types mm-hmm. um mountain swamp island plains and what's the other one mountain mountain swamp island oh. plains forest there, there you go forest and there is another basic land type which is um uh, why can't I think of it? Wastes. And that is a colorless land type. But it's oh. only been printed one time. I was like, I've never heard of this. Yeah, exactly. It's only been printed one time, and it's specifically for use in colorless decks. Because otherwise, okay. it, would, it would do nothing for you. It, it is a basic land. It doesn't have any other abilities. Yeah, yeah. So I have a handful of those in my deck because I have a handful of cards that let you pull basic lands as like sort of like tertiary things that abilities that those cards have. Okay. So it's good to have them there. But then I have... I think I have 38 lands total in that deck, or 35 lands total, because I also have some things that generate mana really well. Um, and 30, 30 of those lands are individual, unique lands that all do different things, that either like let you tap them to create uh, artifact creatures, or sure. tap them to add tokens or plus one plus one counters to creatures as they enter the battlefield, or draw from the graveyard, or uh, draw just draw cards. Like, all mm. sorts of stuff that add like this, like, it adds like a randomness. Mm. It adds a randomness to the game that allows you to do I think just it like it, it allows multiple games to feel a lot more different. Absolutely. But a lot of people hate that. Like not Some not, people want chess. Yes, yeah, some people want chess, exactly. I think a lot of people want chess. Sure. But they wanna have a they wanna be playing the side of chess that's slightly more powerful. Yeah. Like, I think it's the idea. Like you want you want the strategy, you wanna be playing against somebody who's playing at their best, right? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But but you but to do that both people have to be taking it pretty seriously. And I don't mm. take it very seriously. Like, I'd rather there be a good story while I'm playing. Mm. Like, I imagine that... Because you're supposed to imagine you're a planeswalker. Yep. And you're, you are actually summoning these things. So I like the idea of, like, for instance, like, sacrificing creatures and you... It's like a turn of the hand as, like, those art, the artifacts power down. And you, mm-hmm. like, suck the energy out of them and create something larger, you know? Things like that. It's the whole reason why stuff like cosplay is so big. Yes. Is because people, they're not just like, I like Goku. Like, I'm going to be Goku at this convention. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to, like, yell at people really loud. And, and I'm going to find a person who's Superman, and we're going to pose together for a photo. We're going to oh, we're gonna man. look like we're fighting. Who wins? Who knows? Like, side corner of the mouth. It's me. Goku wins. I thought you were going to say, it's me, Mario. It's me, Mario. <laughs> I got him. Oh, man. <laughs> Which is, um, and I think that's, yeah, the point. I think we're both similar types of players when it comes to card games. Yeah. We're in it for the good time. Um, but it's cool, because you've obviously played way more Magic than I have, that you can have that experience in Magic. 
where the main reason why I play Hearthstone is because it's easy for me to visualize the story that's happening. Yeah, that's true. Where um, there's the cards, like Discover, who, like, we've talked about before, you never know which of the three cards you're going to get, and then you can, you know, go add your game plan in a, in a different way. And I think that's cool that Magic can do that, in that um, you have to be able to put aside all pride to play a card game like that. Um, in terms of using your imagination to have a good time. And I think a lot of people just, they just take it too seriously. They, treat, a, they treat it like it's a sport. Is it that, it, yeah, I'm, I try to speak, I've, I've been trying in my life uh, over time to speak less judgmentally, I, but I still would say it that way. I think some people take it too seriously. Because it is a game. It is a game which was... Cr- it doesn't function if it's not competitive, mm-hmm. but it was created to be fun. Like, that's... At the core of at it. At the core of it. It was supposed to be a good time so people would keep playing. Yep. Um, but um, but trying not to be judgmental. I'm. We're not talking about people who just are very competitive. We're talking about people who are, are um, maybe mentally affected when things don't go right. And something that is... You know, I follow Brian Kibler, who's very interesting for this conversation because he became well-known from Magic the Gathering. And then he transitioned over? And then he transitioned okay. over to Hearthstone, and he plays all Hearthstone all the time. And he always gets in his streams people asking, how do you take this game not so seriously? Hearthstone, when it's literally his job to make him money, is <laughs> right. to stream Hearthstone. Right. Um, they say, you never get mad, you never get salty, you're always laughing. And he just says, I've played card games enough that I know that randomness is a thing, Sometimes I get screwed, sometimes I win, and I've learned to just enjoy the ride. You know what? Okay, that's a very good thing that reminds me of of two things. Mm -hmm. One, that that's, that's that's a broader lesson that I feel like I learned and probably you learned in retail. Dealing with people and their expectations, which is that when you, really when you enter any situation, Mm -hmm. there is... Especially a situation where there are two answers. Like, you ask, you ask a question, and it's either yes or no. Like, you have to know that, and you have to be prepared to not get mad if it's the one that you didn't want. Sure. Like, if someone comes in and says, do you sell this in a retail situation? And you say no, and they get mad. Immediately, they get mad. It's like, you must have known that that was one of the two options. Yes. Like, yes. you must have known you can't get that frustrated. And the same thing goes for like like if mm. you're if you're drawing off the top of your deck, it's either going to be useful or it isn't. Yes. And if you get the thing that isn't useful and you get mad, like you must have known that was an option. And I think having like awareness of the situation mm. is very helpful just in life. Like in It's in, a life lesson. And yes. not taking everything so seriously. Mm. Um, and the other the other thing that it reminded me of was that like I think I lied earlier. I think I like I said <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, caught me a lie. Oh, I said oh. that I play that I play I play these games like as an excuse to be around people. But sure. you you're right, like the other reason that I play these games is to like make the story in my head. Sure. Like create like like when I'm creating a deck, I'm not and I'm having a great time like putting cards together and all that stuff. Like I'm not doing it just like can't wait to be with other people. I'm doing it because it's actually fun to put it together and like mm-hmm. think of the think of the story behind it. Absolutely. You know? So I, I did, I lied a little bit or I omitted a truth. 
which then pulls into then when you do play that deck with somebody yeah they even if you don't outright tell them oh i'm playing the gravedigger because he's like <laughs> this guy in my story in my head yeah um you may not even talk about that storyline wise but the opponent is experiencing your deck exactly and from your point of view like they are i don't even know how to explain it like they are experiencing your story whether or not you actually vocalize that yeah you don't have you wouldn't have to say it all out loud like if you have even a small theme to your deck and all of my decks have themes mm -hmm. like even if you have just a mild like you can tell it's not a mystery Absolutely. Mm -hmm. like um so yeah like like the even the um I have a Simic, which is a green-blue combination deck. Oh, yes. Where, I, yes. I know this word. Yep. It's, it became popular again recently with the release of the uh, Ravnica, Ravnica sets. Ravnica, yep. Yep. Um, so it's, um, it, it, like, and almost all of it is built off of the current Ravnica stuff. But I did pull a lot from like older cards that I had from the other Ravnica sets and just other things that work really well. Green-blue kind of specializes in like uh, creating 1-1 one -one counters for your creatures and then multiplying those 1-1 one -one counters. Like it's not a new concept or anything like that. Sure. But what they've done better mm -hmm. is realizing that people also like the story of green-blue. So totally. almost all green-blue cards are like weird mutant creatures. They're like the uh, Merfolk, right? Yeah. No, Merfolk. no, no. Usually it's way weirder than that. Oh, wow. Like, okay. the, like there is a there, I think I have one that is a frog lizard wizard because the whole idea is that <laughs> that's they, amazing. I want this card. Is that the Simic Guild? It thinks like values uh, perfecting yourself via like supplementation of organs. <laughs> like, okay. So right now, Jordan, you can't breathe underwater, but we could get you some gills, like that sort of thing. And until and until Love you it. have like defense for everything. You know, until you have gills and like rock hard skin and all this stuff, then you're like, then you're not, you're not like allowed in Simic. You know, you have to, you have to be excited about bioengineering to be allowed in. So I have, I have a deck that's just filled with like monstrous, like monstrous creations, hmm. and it's like, and it's awesome. Like it, it looks like it feels like you're being attacked by an experiment. It's great. Which is everyone's dream. Which is everyone's dream. Everyone's dream. It's really underpowered. It gets beat most of the time. But it's but it's super fun. When you win with a deck that normally gets a 20% win rate, yeah. you feel good. Yeah. You feel really good. Because it's because you beat the odds. It's when the Cleveland Browns win a game. They feel really good. I don't... That's not a... Does that happen? Well, that was a dig. <laughs> Grave it's a dig that's also way outside of my purview. Like, it's, uh, yeah, here, expand upon this football joke, there's Julian. No, there's no context for me for that, except for that I know Cleveland Browns are one of, like, the four that you can make fun of whenever. Yes, like, let's talk yes. about the Bengals, you know? Like, oh, 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 you even just said that. You went there. Yeah. I think the Ravnica stuff, I'm just pivoting hard again here. Pivot. Is, because when Magic Arena came out, I think it was with the Ravnica sets. Yes. And I started to play some mono decks, mono blue, whatever. Mono blue, I think, is the best of the monos. Um, I think it's it's widely agreed upon that blue is by far the strongest color in Magic. Which, and it feels good to be strong, so that's <laughs> yes. maybe why I leaned that direction. Exactly. But it was the different guilds of Ravnica, that's the name of a set, that... Hey okay, there, there we go. Uh, that's what really got me into Magic Arena is because what I love about Hearthstone is there's nine classes and they feel distinct. Oh, sure. And they have their own story. And ten guilds. Um, I get it. And there's ten guilds. Yeah. 
and then you can I it's something that I really wish Hearthstone had is being able to fuse different classes together um, I know I've told you before they do the Halloween arena when you could be a priest and a warlock or a mage and a hunter which is cool was that fun to say what Halloween arena Halloween arena <laughs> That is a great word. It was. Can, can confirm. Halloween Arena. Everyone take a moment and try that. Okay. Yeah, take ha- a breath, say it one time. Halloween Arena. Halloween Arena. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> if, the, the, the thing that people will realize is that I listen about half the time. Because the, the other half of the time, I'm just thinking something's funny that was said. And then uh, I can't, apparently can't keep it to myself. But that's the beauty of having two voices. It's I would have just kept talking and, and that's I would, the power of pine saw yeah that's the but we don't use pine saw <laughs> i'm sorry i'm really sorry i genuinely did it it was an accident no there's no need to apologize for rabbit trails okay so there's another <laughs> remember this is a podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously yeah um, it's just it just goes long because now we're getting there i think the, it, okay you can take the different guilds Yes. So Thank I you. could be um, Is It, which is my favorite. Oh my gosh. Which is, is It? It's just the worst name. Who even made it? Who <laughs> called it? It's is named it? after Niv Mizzet, the, the dragon. Which is an also dumb name. <laughs> like, oh, oh no. Like, there aren't stupid names in Hearthstone. I am Niv. Dr. Mizzet. Boom. Oh, okay. Well, at least that plays on Marvel. Yeah, that's pretty fun. You know, okay. But so I learned to play Is It. Is It? And it was great. Yeah. And then I went on to what's the one that's white black? The vampires. White black is Orzov. Orzov. Yeah. And then I was like, let's combine these because yeah. I I like both of them. And then I eventually found myself just the only deck I play now is all five colors. Yes. Um, and that was just so cool to me. Like if there was something that existed in Hearthstone where I could just play all nine classes, <laughs> right. it w- it would be OP because like we've talked about, the card pool is so small. Yeah. That. Well, and, and the different formatting and stuff. It's... The, a big difference there is having to manage lands. Mm. Like when you when you choose a three, four, or five color deck, you're choosing to have a, a, a to do a lot of mana fixing. That's a to great like point. Have to work around mana fixing to get to the to get to being powerful. So you can mm. have games obviously, obviously that are just a disaster. Because you can't... You, you don't get your land. can't get the right land. And that's... If you did... You, obviously, there would be ways to adjust it for Hearthstone. But if looking at it straight forward, if it was just... It just couldn't being, happen. Yeah, if it was being able to multi-class without that sacrifice, <laughs> it would be... Yeah, it'd be a little OP. Mm. And that's interesting. I haven't thought of that. Because, yeah, in that deck, I have a bunch of... What are they? They're like gold guild gates or yes. whatever? Yes, and I think that's... You, it, 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 you're... you're like hitting on the same thing, which is that Ra- the new Ravnica set did an amazing job of making those cards available again. Yes. Where like you have to sack a land when it comes in, but it can, yes. it can mm-hmm. do like any color, right? Yeah. I think there's like three of those now that came out within the last year. There's mm-hmm. like the there's the uh, I wish I remembered the names of them, but yeah, they're producing a lot of those because. I think a lot more people are excited about that. Are excited about having more than just two color decks. I have a, I have a, hmm. I have a, a theory okay. that their next big one, or at least maybe their next wave of um, of commander decks that they make available, will be like four color commander decks to like make to normalize that. Do they have names for four color combos? They do. That's the other thing is they do not. 
Okay. They have names for three colors. Those came out in uh, the Tarkir sets. Khans of Tarkir, Fates Reforged, and Dragons of Tarkir. Mm -hmm. um, but they do not have names for four-color decks. At least not, like, official names. Mm. Yeah, because the Ravnica, all the two colors are from Ravnica. All the three colors are from Tarkir. They're, uh, like, tribe names, basically, where the Ravnica are guild names. No force. So I think they're introducing a lot more mana-fixing cards to do that. Interesting. You know, I wonder how much of that is influenced by... Yeah. By something like Hearthstone, yeah. which is very much influenced by magic to begin with. Yes. Um, and I think that's that's cool that we have... It's basically two card games. Yes, I know there's all these other card games out there. Yeah, um, if we're being honest, though, like... It's Hearthstone far, and magic. Yeah, in at least if you want to go, like, in the physical realm, what's the most popular trading card game? Mm -hmm. Magic. In the digital realm, what's the most popular trading card game? Hearthstone. Yes. Like, quite a bit. Because a lot of other people are trying. Like, what, uh, Bethesda came out with Artifact, or was that Valve? Uh, Valve. Valve, yeah. and Bethesda oh, came out with, sorry, so, yes. with the Elder Scrolls one. Legends, yeah. Legends, thank you. And then Warhammer came out with one as well. Really? War I Warchop, did not know Games that. Games Workshop came out with one. That apparently it's pretty good, but they, you, whenever they do this, they have to make a new mechanic. They have to... Yeah. But, I, but, yeah, what, what Blizzard did with Hearthstone was make a good one like make like make a good core mechanic yes and everyone else is just like grasping at it but they're, not quite getting it they're like let's add three different lanes with these different things <sighs> yeah um and when you look at because when i started playing magic arena i was like i'm gonna go back and look at some of the very first magic cards that were printed oh yeah just for you know historical oh documenting gosh. purposes it's crazy uh, but they're most of them are pretty simple yeah, but it's the, yes. do, do this. Yeah. And you can see where the game began and how it evolved. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite did you run into the term banding when you were looking at any of those cards? I did not. So, when the game started, they this is this is me like I've read a couple of articles. I'm going to like push up my glasses. Yep. I've read a couple of articles from like the original creators and things like that. Okay. And they thought it was what they were trying to create was a little bit more like chess in that it would be equally as defensive as it is offensive. And what I mean by that is like they like like you would have to manage your own board as much as you'd have to defend against the other people. You don't really have to manage your board anymore. But there used to be a um, there used to be uh, uh, upkeep costs. So you'd put a card out, okay. and let's say it costs three, and it doesn't matter what it is. It's an enchantment, it's a creature, whatever. Sure. On your upkeep, you'd have to pay one just to keep it on the board. Wow. That, like, so, wow. So, yeah, so you'd have to, like, make, like, like, you'd have to make defensive decisions based on, like, what's on the board because you have, like, four four colorless upkeep costs, you know, that, wow. you have, that you have to manage, that sort of thing. That just completely changed yep. the... Yeah. They also, like, be, be, as a part of that, they also had a lot more walls that they were producing. Walls are like defender cards that can't attack and usually have zero power uh -huh. and then like three or four toughness or sometimes a lot more than that, but they're gen generally just for defending. And then there were a lot of cards that worked with walls, which are now like obsolete basically. Um, and the other thing was banding. Banding was like, I'm trying to think, it's like, um, I can't even think of a mechanic that it's like, but basically you do like, you do different types of damage if you have more than one card that has banding. I've never used the mechanic because it's so old because okay. they ditched it, but it was another thing where it was like, you could, you could create a 
barrier by banding your characters together. But then if one of them dies, they all die, or something like that. It's like a... Yeah. They, like a fusion, a, a DBZ fusion. <laughs> yeah, like a fusion, exactly. Um, and I don't even know if that's completely accurate. Yeah, that doesn't but seem But it's, it's all just to say that they thought they were producing a slower game. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't know what they were doing. They were producing a slower game, and then through observing play, they realized, like, we need to speed this up. We just need to drop and, that. Yeah, and I would say for, I, like, if you look through some of because some of those cards are crazy overpowered, most of them are insanely underpowered now based on, okay. like, the way the game currently runs. Yeah. But for about, like, Magic first came out in 1994, for about eight years, it was these wild swings up and down of sets that are underpowered, overpowered, whatever. Mm. Now, there are so many cards that it would be really hard to make an underpowered set or an overpowered set. It will connect with something yeah, somewhere. it'll connect with something somewhere, exactly. So you can keep, like, pulling from everywhere mm. in history. Which is interesting, because I think um, Hearthstone has just gotten to that point where there used to be sets that were crazy overpowered and yeah. some that were crazy underpowered. Um, and having learned from a game like Magic, having its history to lean on, I think it only took Hearthstone about five years. Where, you know, magic... Probably took a little bit longer. You know, yeah. up until that point, it was, you know, you have a regular card deck with a king of diamonds and a two of spades. <laughs> this whole monster strategy thing was very, right. very new. Right. Um, very interesting. Hmm. The other, so the other thing that I wanted to, I had like, these are things I didn't take notes on. Yes. I didn't have to take notes on this. Unlike the how many c total card count there was, mm. or whatever. But there was mm. one other thing that I wanted to like talk about. Absolutely. If, if I'm never on this prestigious podcast again, which as far as like the difference between the two um, <laughs> that I wanted to hit on is, um, oh, are we checking levels? What's going on? Oh, we're good. I'm, I'm just making sure we're still recording. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> such a bummer. I'm also like, I'm low key really worried that I'm super loud. <laughs> On the recording, that like you're gonna say something at a normal tone, and then it's gonna be like, "Hello." It's okay. The listeners can just change their audio levels. Okay, okay. Like, the other thing, <laughs> the, the other thing, so I can change. The, you can the change audio your audio level. level. Okay. You can just get over it. Okay. The, no, you'll be surprised. There's actually a handful of people that listen to this. I'm I'm excited. Um, honestly, it, in my app, it shows me analytics. Because I really like it. Like I so, don't I don't like it because you're the one hosting it. I've known you for years. I like it because it's, like, actually entertaining. Someone from India listens to this podcast. Awesome, dude. Like, All legitimately. Right. Anyways. Hello, India. person from India. Hello, India. We don't want to get too weird, too meta on this. But, yes. okay, the other big thing, and this will be, like, I'm hoping that some of this goes into, like, I've played Hearthstone, but I've never played Magic the Gathering. Or I've never played Magic, Magic the Gathering physically. I've played it in Arena or whatever like that. Sure. If you're mm -hmm. listening... I'm hoping that, like, the things that I'm pointing out are just interesting. It does, I'm not trying to get you to swap sides or whatever. Like, yes. really, honestly, both of them are different enough that you really should be able to enjoy both of them. But the other big thing, and it's probably the biggest thing for me personally and how I enjoy the game, is, um, like, game setup options. Which is that, like, mm. like for instance, the, I'll go craziest first. So I just recently learned of, like, a house rule that you can do for Magic, where... So in, in most Magic card decks, it's 60 cards, and you mm -hmm. have, like, roughly 22 to 26 lands, and the rest of them are everything else. Creatures, yep. instant sorceries, whatever. 
um, you shuffle them, everybody knows, you shuffle them all together, you pull seven cards, whatever. You can, what you can do as a house rule, if you're not taking it super seriously, and you just wanna have fun, and it doesn't work with all cards, is you can literally just split up the lands in one deck, in one stack, and everything else in the other stack. So at least then when you draw cards, you know you're not losing a turn. Like if what you need is a land, you draw a land. If what you if you don't need a land, you draw the other thing. It might not be what you the card you draw off the non-land pile might not be what you need, but it still is going to be more engaging than just drawing a land. So that like doesn't work with cards that um, have you like um, like discard cards off the top until you hit a land, or look at the top five cards and you know pull a sorcery from it, or because like sort of the odds change when you do that. Yep. But it, it, it it's a small percentage of cards that it doesn't work with, and it like you, you could just sit down and play them. Like you don't have to worry about mana. Like you'd always. Yeah. That's you, awesome. Yeah. So. I don't know, and, and that's a thing you, that's very, that makes it more similar to Hearthstone, that version of play. Like mana is guaranteed. But just the fact that you have that option. Like, with, uh, things may have changed, I don't play that much Hearthstone, and I, and I, I usually, like, am, I miss the opportunity to play it when, like, interesting, uh, like, holiday-themed things are happening, like sure, you said, the yep. Halloween Arena. The Halloween like, Arena! Halloween Arena! It's so like good. that, like, I've never played Halloween Arena, but, um... <laughs> But, uh, um, but like, I know that they, like, mix it up and there's, like, fun little... There's fun other ways to play the game. Mm -hmm. But just the fact that you have those options, that there's no, like, you, that you don't have to take it seriously. Yep. There's no structure in place. You don't... You, there is a structure in place, but there's no forced structure. Yes. Like, it's a physical card. You can do whatever the heck you want with it. Mm. Um, so, you like, for instance, when I usually play comfortably, like, without pressure or worrying about winning or whatever... Yep. With nothing on the line, I'm usually playing with my nephew and his father, my my uh, my brother-in-law, and um, um, we often play three-player games, and we have no rules for for mulligan. Like normally, there there are different official rules for mulliganing. Like draw seven. Yeah, you, you can draw, draw seven, blah, blah, and then blah. if you have to draw again, you draw six. But or, you scry one. Yeah, or but you, or you and you can scry one or whatever like that. Like we just. If you don't get that, if you don't get a usable hand, like obviously we trust each other, so we're not just continuing to shuffle until we get the best hand. Yes. You know, like you draw one land and six cards that cost more than five lands to cast. You know, like okay, then draw again, and you just do that until you have a good enough hand. Mm. Like it doesn't, like it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't. Everyone's still going to have a good time, and that's not that could be the determining factor in an official Magic game. Somebody getting to, you know. Uh, redraw until they have like you know a better starting hand could be a, a big difference in an official game of magic yes. in an unofficial game of magic like it, it's better odds that that difference in the game is going to happen during the game when someone draws a land three times in a row and the other person draws the exact card they need like that's when it's going to happen Mm. Um, at least in my personal experience. And I feel like I have a bit of experience. Um, you do. I do. Thank you. Thank yep. you. You've been validated. Um, but does that, like, does that make sense? Like, what's your, what's your feeling on that, v, like, vis-a-vis -vis Hearthstone? That is the, um, 
There's another podcast I listen to. Okay. I don't just listen to my own. <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> even when you're on a trip in India. That's why there's so many views on this podcast. Views, yeah. <laughs> listen. <laughs> so, uh, oh, man. Enjoyments. Listen. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, <laughs> Experiences? Man. I never thought about that oh, before. That, that's weird. The Angry Chicken Have is the name of the podcast. Okay, yes. yeah. And, and Angry Chicken is the name of a card, I assume? Yes, one okay. of the worst cards in the game. Oh. Um, but one of the best podcasts. <laughs> okay. And one thing they always bring up is, so Hearthstone has Tavern Brawl, which is a mode. Every week, there's a new mode you can play. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. But the one thing they always bring up is they just want a sandbox mode. Oh, yeah. Where you can do what you are talking about. Um, where we could set custom rules, change the deck type, deck limit, whatever. Maybe change it from every turn you gain two mana instead of one mana, or every other turn you gain a mana. Right. Um, and that's definitely something that is missing from Hearthstone that would add... Making sure I don't run into anybody here. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to do like a, a full-on turn. Oh! Yeah, there we only go. in a Jeep. Only, only in a uh, 2016 Jeep Renegade can you do that. Hey-o. And um, it's stuff like that that Hearthstone is lacking. A lot of time. I mean, you think of games like Dota, League of Legends. Sure. Those came from a mod of another game because that game was opened up for people to be creative with it. Yeah. And um, now Auto Chess and Auto Chess Tower Defense also came from that. It's like come full circle yeah. almost. Yeah. And that's something that I know Hearthstone. Hearthstone has the ability for other awesome modes and games to come out of it, but the API has never been opened up so that we can do that. Yeah. Um, with the way things have been going with the developers lately, it's probably going to get open at some point. Yeah, um, like you said, it's it's becoming a lot more. They, they're um, they're opening themselves up to like bigger changes than yes. ever, right? Like they've they've always been against cosmetics. I love cosmetics. They're just they're my favorite thing. Um, they're always like, we're not going to do it. You have card backs and like one hero every year, <laughs> and like get over it. That's Uncle Dale. Yeah, over you know, at Blizzard. He's like, you got card backs, just whatever. Back in my day, we couldn't even we couldn't even get a card back behind, but besides the regular blue and red bicycle. Now you got so few card backs, you gotta bug us about it. Must be nice. <laughs> We're like, yeah, yeah, dude. I want to give you money. Take my money. Yes, the actual heart or not heart. Uh, art. Oh, I thought you were going to get the really actual, deep for a second. The, the actual heart. Of their philosophy. Of Hearthstone. Is, the heart within is the no heart. more card backs. <laughs> They're done. <laughs> the art director, Yeah. he went on to Reddit and he said, you know, we're thinking about doing more cosmetics. What do you guys want? And it was all just, woohoo! It was, yeah, you know, let's do this, this, this. He yeah. says, you know, these are cool ideas. I'll bring this to the art team. Um, and in years past, they've only said, we're not talking about this. Let's talk about the new expansion. They, Blizzard is weird about that. It's ridiculous. And I wonder if that's why there's such a crazy shuffle right now. Because mm. they just need to change it up. But so frequently, Blizzard says something along the lines of, you don't want that. Like, we're like, no, I remember when, when I do want chocolate cake. When Vanilla WoW became, was, like in, like, yes. was brought up, they were like, oh, you don't want that. And then now it's like... A, like a very highly anticipated thing. Yes. Wild Classic. What are they calling it? Wild Classic? Wild Classic. Yeah. It's like one of the Twitch, top Twitch games right Yeah, now. because it, it doesn't, you can't force people to, to choose whether or not they're going to like something. If they yep. like it, they like it. It's so weird to be like, maybe it's not creative, creatively fulfilling for them mm-hmm. to like go back to things like that or to open it up to the customer base 
to like have the ideas. I could understand maybe like approaching that from a weird like thought process of like, well, I, like we hired these people to come up with these ideas and to generate and to yes. create and stuff like that. You so, feel obliged yeah, to so, make, let them make everything. Yeah, so then it's weird to say like, well, just get your ideas from the audience. But you don't have to get all your ideas from the audience. You're talking about just cosmetics. Yes. Right? Like It's, it's like, a, I would like to give you $50. Yes. For non-card packs. Yeah, $50 over the course of what? Like a year? Yes. Like, yeah. I want an animated JPEG. I'll give you $20 for it. <laughs> a um, glossy JPEG. And they're like, no, 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 no. You don't want that. No, I do want it. I do want it, and I'm I, fine with paying for it. Like, I think this is the thing of... Um, the whole mindset of we know what's best for our customers is what gave room for the rise of Android is you have Apple who had a monopoly yeah this is what a smartphone is this is all it can do this is all it should do there's no reason for you to have access to the battery yes yeah like and that's what gave room for Android to rise up and now they're on equal levels Apple's more open obviously now yeah, like um, the same thing. Learn from each other, right? Yes. Like it's always growing. Nobody just closes themselves closes themselves off and stays successful. But mm-hmm. they, yeah, you have to learn from each other. And yeah. Grow, but yeah, I, I completely understand. That's like a perfect analogy. And in the grand scheme of things, five years of a card game compared to Magic's twenty-five years or whatever, uh, like they're learning it fairly quick. Yeah, but absolutely. It, it's just annoying when they had something like Magic to lean on, and it took them this long to realize certain features maybe are something we should add is there anything okay all of that is good like I, like the it's just stuff that i hadn't thought of before hmm. that they are like the sort of because i'm i'm not paying attention to what they're doing on reddit or twitter or whatever like sure. what the developers are saying yep i like i pay attention to blizzard in general because i still play overwatch and i still whatever because i'm excited because yes because I'm, I'm a nerd but the um but i hadn't thought of any of that stuff is there anything else that you could is there anything you could see them doing in this like current sort of changing of the guard and how there seems to be like fresh ideas flowing that you would be like against mm. do you know what I mean I have yeah. an example I can talk I have an example the one thing that it makes me think of and then you share your example go for it is in this latest update they changed card art the art of certain cards. Oh, that's interesting. They changed nine of them. Okay. Um, mainly, these were the cards where it was women portrayed in, like, oh, clothing okay. that 99% of women don't wear every day. Right. Like, why is this woman fighting in an iron bra and barely any pants? Sure. And the guys are tanked up. Y- yeah, of course. So, anyway, they changed some of the art, and literally Reddit has lost their mind because they're like, not with my... Um, you know, uh, scantily clad demon art. Like, I want that. Whereas me, I'm like, this change is awesome. The new art looks amazing. Yeah, of course, because they had the time to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's more in line with what Hearthstone's art style is. Yeah. Whereas before, they were pulling from old TCG World of Warcraft art. Um, and so there's definitely some changes that have affected other people that they don't like that the new team has done this. Where I'm just glad they're trying things. Yeah. So to your point, what? Well, that's well. Just going off of what you said, like the interesting part to me there is that they made the choice to do it, which is cool. But then that people did react, which like points out that 
like, I hate that stuff. I hate it when, like, negative stuff is reinforced and then it, like, makes you feel like, well, I guess it should have been that way in the first place. Like, you realize why they did the cards that way mm -hmm. the first time. Yep. Because people did want it, unfortunately. Yes. They did want scantily clad women when they didn't, like, not battle-ready women, basically. Yes. Like, when going into battle, if that's what you're imagining in your head. Like, dude, you're getting, like, 90% of your body is open to... Mortal edit. wounds. Yes, like... <laughs> Okay, they're not gonna go for like, yeah. like. Oh, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, but anyway, um, uh, no. The thing that I was think the reason I asked the question, yes. the, the original question is like, can you imagine doing then them doing anything that is like has negative effect? Mm -hmm. Is that? Do you know how Diablo three opened up like almost immediately opened up a um, weapon marketplace? I've heard of this. Okay. I don't remember what the name of it is because I have not played Diablo 3 in a little bit. Like an auction house kind yeah, of thing? Uh, yeah. Public auction house. Um, I, just for anybody who does play Diablo, I'm Paragon level like 1,000 something, so don't at me. Just... Oh, yeah. You should have pushed I, your glasses up I, when you said I was, that. I, am a, I have an amazing like seven characters in that game. I just... It got old and I didn't have anyone to play with. Oh, and, um, and for me, I'm looking forward to the mobile release. <laughs> the... What is it called? Oh, my gosh. Did you... Blizzard... I have a phone. Blizzard lost like, like twenty five percent of their on their uh, whatever whatever on the, the, stock, like or stock whatever? yeah, like Oof. the day that was announced, Oof. and it's like slowly building back up still. Anyways, oh. um, no, the thing for me would be an auction house because yes. I could see them like, like if you're learning from magic, okay. the af a lot of people love magic, partially because they're. They're, because it's like gambling in that you can get a pack mm -hmm. that has a card you don't like in it but is worth a crazy amount of money and then you can sell it. Sure. Which is not the best you can do in Hearthstone is create the powder. What's it called? The arcane dust. Arcane dust. Thank you. Powder yes. is such a you like diminishing way of saying it. Yeah, you can make that powder that or card whatever. powder. That card powder. Um but the but I could definitely see that being a thing that is done. That they're like you Absolutely. like set costs based on the market. It would not be a difficult thing to program, like actually doing that. Which is what Artifact tried to do. Yeah, I pa believe. partner with whatever. It doesn't matter. You could go through yourself or partner with friggin' Venmo or something. Like it doesn't like it doesn't matter. But you could definitely do it very easily, and mm. it would suck. It would suck. Because the instant that happens, someone could could just go on and spend however much money they want, just like in Magic, and get whatever they want. Like, And it would be financially successful. Exactly. It would be financially successful. And that's the problem. But, but it would... Yes. But they seem to otherwise be making a lot of choices that they feel they know would be financially successful, but they feel is not the... Uh, maybe moral choice or like like you're saying like with the cosmetics I could see someone saying like like it's not right for us to do that like it's not right for us to create a thing and say it's five dollars and it's just a piece of art mm. like it's I could see someone saying that I don't necessarily agree like I love making it doesn't matter what I'm playing even if even in games where I don't get to see my own character like Overwatch mm -hmm. like only other people can see my character Absolutely, or yes. if I'm doing an emote I can see my character like it's it still I want them to, I want them to look how I want to look mm -hmm. like that sort of thing um, so I, I do disagree although I don't know we could get so deep into the idea that like there's really no reason for cosmetics at all because you should be able to do all that customization for free sure. et cetera et cetera whatever um, 
but yeah, I could see that happening, and I think it would suck. Hmm. I, I think it would just be the worst, because that is probably the sort of culture that that breeds in Magic the Gathering is a huge bummer, although it also allows, like, card shops to exist. Yes. Like, without that, we wouldn't have card shops. What so, is this, Catch-22? Yeah. Is that... I've always wanted to use that phrase. That's a catch-22. That's a catch-22, guys. That's the one. We got him. Got him. And it's, you made me think of, I was thinking of this the other day, because there are a couple games that I play very casually by Supercell. Yes. To, you know, go into the super casual here. Yes. Um, some students got me into Clash of Clans. Of course. Clash Royale, whatever. Of course. And Supercell is on this kick of adding season passes. Like, oh, for, like Fortnite. Which they learned from Fortnite, yeah. Fortnite has, you know, created this, or at least made it wide known. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, if Hearthstone did a pass... Sure. I, I feel like it, there's just a lot of games going that direction. And I was thinking, what would I think of that? Would I, would I want that? You know, maybe you'd have gold in there and packs and cosmetics, whatever. Yeah, um, I, see, I see what you're saying. My, when you first said that... It's you like pro- a subscription for a while. Yeah, you probably have more to say on this, but I just yes. have to like interject. When you first said that, I honestly thought, as a person who hasn't played regularly for a while, Hearthstone, like I thought, is that a lot different from like the adventures mm. where you have it gives you a set amount of goals mm-hmm. or a set amount of in, in this case it would be like specific games, you know, like against specific enemies and things like that. Or like the last time I played was um, the one night in. What is it? Oh, One Night in Karazhan? Yeah, One Night in Karazhan oh, was the last time I played. So good. And it, it was, like, such a good time. But, yeah, like, having, like, this, I mean, it's more of a story, I know, than what... Oh, nice. More of a story... Sorry, I'm saying nice to a truck that yes. made an odd choice. I was going to honk, but for the audio listeners <laughs> that out there. That sucked. <laughs> um, I, I'm, well, and actually, I can tell you that the honks don't, aren't usually that loud. Oh. Yeah. Well, they, thank you. They don't bother me, at least. And thank I'm, you like, for that. I'm, I'm, you know, not ready for a honk when it happens. Oh, thank um, you. That means uh, a lot. Thank you. Uh, or you're welcome. <laughs> um, you're welcome. Uh, but yeah, but like the you are on set things that everyone else is also doing. Yep. Like when you when you buy the adventure mm-hmm. and you get specific rewards that everyone else is getting. Like, what would your expansion upon that be? Just also gold and also cosmetics and like everything else that you can get. Yeah, I think the only the positive, the main positive that I was thinking of. Is because I did play Fortnite for a while. Yeah. Um, and I liked. We played one time. Uh, yeah, you know. I threw a lot of explosives. I didn't really know what I was doing. Uh, just gotta have a good time. Yeah. Is being someone who likes cosmetics. Fortnite has cosmetics. Yeah, they get you. And but they have many different types of cosmetics. Right. And so the only positive I could see for a battle pass for Hearthstone would be introducing cosmetics that don't already exist. Like right now, you can get hero portraits and card backs. Where maybe, that's it. Maybe in a battle pass for, I don't know, a December's battle pass, there's different emotes. Like, you could earn a Merry Christmas emote. Where oh, Your characters yeah. can always say Merry Christmas. Um, so little things like that would be cool. But then I think ultimately I wouldn't want a battle pass because what they do... So I bought Clash of Clans battle pass once. Right. Because you get a lot of good stuff. I'm not buying it this month. But yet there's still that little part of me back in my head that is, it's got the FOMO, right? Sure. The fear of missing out. Thank you for clarifying. Like, yes. Isn't that such a weird, that's an actual term, FOMO. Yeah, but I, li- I, like fo- I like the term FOMO. A lot of terms I don't like. 
That's a new one that I really enjoy. FOMO. Because it's pretty fun to say FOMO, and I will be honest, like, I have a real-world example of it almost every day with my dog. If I have to leave my dog, yes. she's got severe FOMO. Oh, my <laughs> like, god! where the heck are you going? And that's something that, when it comes to a game that, I don't know, like, a game that I like or even really don't like, is there is that bit, that little bit of fear is too big of a word. But I think it's just kind of down that you're missing out on something because yeah. you didn't pay $5. Um, and or maybe I had a life and I couldn't play for a week. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah, um, okay. It's like Elder Scrolls Legends, which is a card game, you know, yep. that we talked about. We've played it like twice. Yeah, I played it for a little while, and then they started introducing daily login rewards. Yeah. Where you get... If you log in 27 days out of the month, you get a legendary card. Uh-huh. It just starts to ruin the why you are logging in. Yeah, um, it was... Because uh, it is... I log it, into Hearthstone because I want to play the game. Yeah, you know that it does make money or pe- or they would stop. Absolutely. Like, you, you know that for companies that aren't on top, like Hearthstone is, yep. or for a game that isn't on top, well, then it's such a bummer that, like, Clash does it. But, because, Cl- gosh, the amount yeah. of money that Clash is probably making. But, the, but for a game that isn't on top, it's a, it's a way to make that much more money and then maybe invest it back in. Yeah. To, the, to the you know the systems and like it's like a it, dirty tactic. It's a dirty tactic, exactly. But the the but what you're touching on and the part that does genuinely suck about it, mm-hmm. except for maybe some people really enjoy it. I don't know. Is that it takes away the part of the reason people like doing things like or have a hobby or whatever is it's their choice to do it. Yeah. Like they. You I'm know, going to go play golf. Yeah, today I, I am it. going to go play golf. If it was literally, if, if you get to the point where it's like, go to the golf course every, it, you know, like, th- four times a week and we'll give you a free golf ball, then you feel, yeah. you're, you're feeling this like tug. Like, well, now I have to go? Like, I wanted to go before. It's the same thing as like, mm. if you, for instance, if, if you and, I'll, no, I'll just use my, I, I'll, I won't push this example off on someone else. <laughs> okay. If, if, me and my, if me and my wife were at the, we're having a delicious dinner. Yes. And, um, and we were like getting near the end of it and I was absolute, like we helped, we both helped a little bit with making it, but I was absolutely going to do the dishes, right? And then like near the end of it, she's like, she's like, you have to do the dishes. It's like, you, you instantly feel this like, well, now I don't want to. Yeah. Like, I was going to do that, and now I'm being told to do it, and I don't want to do it. Sure, like, absolutely. It's, it's that exact thing. It's it's like, like you no, know, I was really appreciating this this meal. I was really appreciating this card game, and I want to, I wanna, like, keep appreciating it and go back to it and, like, and, and, uh, and, like, give it the respect it deserves, the attention it deserves, all that stuff, and then you, but then you get told, you get, like, tugged. Mm. You know how they, they explain in, like, the Harry Potter books that when you... When you uh, uh, port key, it's yep. like a tugging at the back of the belly button or whatever. Yep. It's like that. It's like an uncomfortable sensation. Yes. It's like, no, I just want to play it. There are so many games that that I have enjoyed less for that exact reason. That's the reason why I've stopped playing Fortnite. The first time I bought their Battle Pass, yeah. it was kind of fun because every time I would drop in and play a game, I was still playing it because I enjoyed it. Yeah. And then the match would end and I'd go, oh, cool, I got this emote from the battle pass while doing it. But eventually that feeling of getting something starts to overcome the feeling of the playing the game. Yeah. And then and now it's just gotten to a point where I'm just mad at Fortnite and I don't play it anymore. 
because I now look at where I'm at in a season and there's no way I can get all the rewards. Oh, and then you're just like trapped. And I'm like mad because I know I have the ability to get those things, but I don't have the time nor do I care anymore to get them. That's just in general. I think it's, about this a lot, actually. It's weird that it came up. I think about this a lot because I think every... I Honestly, it's probably it a commonality between every single great game, mm-hmm. like starting with like Pong even. Sure. Like maybe Pong is like a little bit outdated for this example, but Tetris, Tetris Mario, yeah. all this stuff, is that the moment to moment gameplay is fun. Yes. And then you can tack whatever else you want onto it, but like, like I, Minecraft, or and not even fun, but satisfying. It, like whatever a good positive word like Minecraft is satisfying to play like when you hit your pickaxe against a rock it slowly breaks and then the rock isn't there anymore and you have it like it's a satisfying like give and take tactile response uh, uh, experience mm. I didn't find Fortnite's moment to moment gameplay particularly fun like not even just doing poorly or doing well like the space that is created in battle royales forces you to well one it forces you to travel right but a lot of walking yeah a lot of walking but and then you can immediately go like well okay there's a lot of walking in uh ocarina of time for instance right sure like that same sort of thing you just walk around and roll or whatever but the biggest difference being that you're not experiencing, in Fortnite, you're not experiencing a story, and you also have to be on guard all the time. Yes. Like, when you're playing Ocarina of Time or any other game that is expansive, you're taking in the surroundings. You're, like, you're... Enjoying it. You're enjoying it. You're looking for clues. You're whatever. Like, you're, you're a part of the story. When you... When you play Fortnite or when you play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds or anything like that, like you are supposed to be on guard all the time. So how much can you really enjoy it? And then the nth degree of that is if you aren't on guard on the time all the time and you're trying to enjoy it, you you're just murked. gonna get murked. Like you're gonna get murked and then you can't and then that's it. Like you couldn't enjoy it because you got killed before you could. I don't know, so... That's happened to me so many times. I want to see a new thing on the map. Yeah, yeah. And I'm walking around, and I'm just about to go there, and I get sniped. Yeah. And I literally just log off. It, it also, it obviously, it really helps support people who want to troll as well. Yeah. I remember a couple of times when I played... It's only fun to troll, actually. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I, I, a couple of times I played around the time you and I played, um, I, like, went to, like... I, I was like on the same team with somebody. I was doing like a four-player thing, and I went to go get a chest, and they went and destroyed the thing that was underneath it, which destroyed the chest. And then they did like an emote, and I'm like, "Why? What is happening? Like, how? How? What? What? What's on the other end of this? Yes, exactly. Like, who is holding this controller? That was like that. That found the probably the most joy out of this round by just taking something away from someone that doesn't matter mm-hmm. like you didn't like take away like a, a minute of my life or like like uh my favorite piece of dinnerware or like like you didn't take away something of even remote substance yes. you took something away that makes no difference and by probability and rng's sake like also probably wasn't good in game like it's a exactly. single normal chest 
I would have gotten like a grenade out of it and you know 25 points of blue goo shield you know like it so so is it just that I'm disappointed is that what you're getting out of it mm. and then now I'm done <laughs> like, yeah like that's it <laughs> then I'm out of here you know what's really cool about playing a magic card game when somebody is beating your butt and like and then like and then has one final trick is that you can look at them in the face and they can like be really satisfied with themselves or they can be like apologetic totally. you know they can be like oh my gosh i'm so sorry like we just have to end this you yes, know this like, is it. i'm just going to play this card so we can play another game you know like that sort of thing it's not just some stranger being terrible people are terrible this <laughs> i just want to i want to encompass this whole conversation yes. by saying that people are the worst <laughs> except for that one person in india true fan they're the best. Yeah, absolutely. And it's in... India. Oh, India. Yeah. India. Yeah. Like, there's a place called Dia. Yeah, got it. Okay, we just make sure... We have to Is make sure it? to explain all of these. Uh, Is it? Yes. Niv. Oh, my gosh. The Niv other... Niv is the, the other... Niv Mizzet. The other terrible magic joke that happens all the time... Yeah. Is there... Are you aware of the uh, creature class Eldrazi? Yes. Okay. Well, that happens a lot. <laughs> Like when someone you when you're dictating when you're saying all your stuff out loud as you start your turn you're like I'll you know I'll I'll untap all my stuff mm-hmm. I'll draw it's so easy to just say Z at the end of it I'll draw I'll draw Z oh my gosh and then the other guy just like, that's like that's my credit that's my it's cred like, right there it's like that's how much of a bad magic nerd I am is it. We've hit upon a lot of a lot of different topics here. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I didn't want I like when we were when we it's were good. just blathering on about nothing, I honestly felt a little bad cuz I don't want people to have to listen to nothing. Mm. Um, but when we were talking about the magic stuff, I was like, "Man, we are hitting it." No, we're, absolutely. We're, we're covering some ground here. We should. So, I want to I want to 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 wrap things up in yeah. the last 10-15 minutes here. Sure. Um, I want to get your thoughts on this new Hearthstone expansion. Oh, yeah. Just, there's a couple new things in it that are cool, but I've been thinking about them, and I'm thinking, you know, is, is, is this really it's, cool? It's been keeping me up at night. It's been, oh, man, ever since yesterday, so last night, oh, Yesterday, man. all your troubles seemed so far away. Yeah, I, I was actually listening to that oh, song yesterday. making choices. Okay, and now this person Come on, is guys. Gonna, okay. Okay, all right. Stop signs are also one of my favorite things. I love people who treat a four-way stop like it's a stop sign and that there isn't an intricate balance. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, but that person didn't do the hand wave, which I appreciate. Because that is, that's basically the equivalent of the, the like, do the dishes. Like, like And you're here. like, no, you waved, I'm not going. <laughs> no, yeah, the second you wave, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I will, I will wave when, pede- if a pedestrian looks at me. Absolutely, yes. Then I'm like, yes, that's, like, that's hi, a, you can go. Because we're talking about a human life then. Yes. But when, when we're just talking about a person in a similarly similarly sized vehicle just going like, no, it's your turn or whatever. I feel like psychologically, I I genuinely, I genuinely feel like they, it's a, it's a deep-rooted response that they don't feel in control because they don't know what to do. Mm. And they can take control by telling you what to do. And I hate it. 
I hate it so that's, that's much. That's a good way to explain it. I think it's true, though. I, like, I have a lot of crazy theories about stupid crap, just like everyone does. But I think that is genuinely true. Mm. Even when people are being nice, like, you, like you, I could imagine someone, a, a nice old lady going like, oh, it's your turn or whatever. And, they, and they're just like ignoring the rules of the road because oh, we're running into it again. And they're ignoring the rules of the road because they want to be polite. And they're yes. saying, hey, whatever. And that does happen a lot in Minnesota. The, yes, that thing yes, about Minnesota yes. nice, it is a thing. I understand there's also Southern nice and all that stuff, but it's ours a, is different. Yeah, ours is, it is annoying. It's different. You get used to it, whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I think in most cases, it is a, it's a, it's a deep rooted, like I can, I, okay, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. I can't communicate with this person directly. Mm. Like, I can't say a thing. So I'm going to just take control of the situation. With a wave. Oh, my gosh. I hate it so much. With just a nice little wave. Yeah. You go. You go now. It's like, um... You want me to fill the <laughs> void that you're creating? What's the I... guy's name? The uh, guy from Yu-Gi-Oh! With the, the pharaoh the, eye. The pharaoh eye? The evil bad guy. I, buddy... You're good. This is your purview. It's, it's, he's got the magical item. I understand what you're saying. That is the eye where he can see the opponent's cards. And he does the whole... Yep. He pulls his hair back and he goes, Ha ha, your turn. Yeah, Like, Joey. he's putting the control into Yugi. It's Joey. Into Yugi's hands. Joey's his friend. <laughs> Just... Ky- Kyber. No, that's the... Uh, I don't know. That's the thing is, you're like giving me hints. There's no way... Ah. Uh, there's, there's no way I would know. Ah. Uh, uh, what's the name of the pyramid? The, the What's the thing called? The Infinity Pyramid. What's it called? Let's move on. <laughs> Actually, this this goes nicely because oh, um, man. The, the next Hearthstone expansion is Egyptian themed. What did we, how did we even get, it doesn't matter. I hate it. Let's not have a conversation about how we got, how we got to this conversation. Okay, the next, the next Hearthstone, Hearthstone expansion is called Yu-Gi-Oh. It's called Secrets of Old Doom. Okay. Old Doom. Never is, heard of it. It's like an Egyptian place. So it has to do with Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, oh man. But one thing that they're doing. So in the past, yep. there were quest cards. Okay, just for clarification. Which are cool. Just for clarification real yep. quick. This is this is obviously a real place in World of Warcraft. It is, yes. What do you know like story-wise what the importance of this place is? So the importance of Old Doom okay. is that it is Okay, this is my like off-handed knowing same, of lore. Same thing you might not be it might not be 100% accurate. Yes. Okay, is, that's this fine. is this is where the Titans have their technology. The Titans are the ones that made the world. Oh, okay. And they're long gone, but their technology still exists in Uldum. This is, okay. And so, good guys and bad guys want that technology. Sure, Because sure. it's very powerful. And the story is the bad guys from the previous expansion. They took over the magical city of Dalaran. Oh, you did start talking? Okay, so in the last yes. episode, I, I, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I, I know where I am. Oh, yeah, this was my guess, and so this is what has actually happened. Okay, yes. I'm a good guesser. Is the bad guy? <laughs> the bad guys took over Dalaran, okay. and now they're flying to Uldum. So they have all of Dalaran's magical items, yeah. and now they want all of Uldum's magical technology. Yep. Um, but the right. Le- the League of Explorers is there to stop them. Okay. Good. And so yeah, good for them. I'm excited. That's good. But one thing that they're doing with the mechanic is they're bringing back a mechanic that went really well about a year and a half ago, called quests. They're a one cost card that starts in your hand, and it's basically. You know, one, one of the new ones is draw 20 cards, and the reward is a new hero power. That oh, okay. is, you use the hero power, it's draw a card, reduce its cost to zero. So after you draw 20 cards, your last 10 will technically all be free. 
do quests autom- do they show up on the board? They, or do you have yes. to draw and play them? So they start in your hand and they cost one mana. Okay. So you spend your first turn playing your quest. And do you so is it are you restricted to one quest per deck? One you can have multiple quests per deck, but you can only have one active. Okay. So you have to complete the one quest and then you can do another one. Alright, I like this and I understand what's happening. Yes. So anyway, they've fused quests with Death Knights which is from Knights of the Frozen Throne. Okay, Death course. Knights was, you pl- yes, you know, you play their card and you get a new fancy hero power. So basically what the quests are, in the past what quests were, you, the reward was different for every class. Okay. It could be a spell, it could be a minion. The pendulum swung every which way. Some were amazing OP, some were just trashed here. And so what they're doing this time is all the quests reward you with a new hero power. Okay. Which is like the, de- the Death Knight thing. Yeah. So you complete your quest, you get a new hero power, which is something that I had always wanted in Hearthstone is I love the hero power stuff. More modular hero power stuff. Yeah, so what are okay. your, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I like, it's, this, it's, it's, uh, it's engaging with the heroes more, which I like. Okay. And that's honestly, like, all of this is from I, the last time I, when was One Night at Karazhan? That was like two years ago. Two years ago. I mean, like, that's the last time I engaged... Could have been three, actually. I feel like it was longer than two years ago. Um, But that's the last time I engaged, like, directly for a decent period of time with Hearthstone. Okay. And um, so that's all of my perspective is coming from there. But I like, I really like when you, just opening up new angles for what already exists. Like, you're not, that's not, that's not creating something new. Sure. It's expanding upon something that's already there. Like, in the same way that, like, we were talking about, like, the different... It's, like, the difference between lands and Magic the Gathering and specialty lands. Like, lands that are specific. It's, like, you already have your hero. Here's something that you can expand upon it. Like, you don't have to use it. It's it's probably super well-balanced because you don't... Like, you're still building a deck for it in the same way you would build a deck without it. Yes. Yep. Like, it's not... It's not OP or anything like that. I don't know. I like... Hopefully. Hopefully. But you would think because you have to work for it, because you have to spit, you probably want to pick specific cards. Mm-hmm. Because in that, like in that case, drawing cards, you're milling yourself. Like, is that actually one where it's twenty cards? Yeah, you have to draw twenty. Yeah, cards. then you're also milling yourself down to having ten cards. It, it won't work until you have nine cards left in your deck because you would have played that. Yeah, it's tricky. There's a bunch of oh. weird things to it. Anyways, yeah, but like the, yeah, I I like that, and I like, I like user-defined winning conditions. Yes. And that is a, like, where even if you lost that game, mm-hmm. just if you could have gotten your quest off, you would have felt like, ah, I got it. Like a sense of accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. User-defined winning conditions where it's not, it's not always a matter of what the game tells you is right. Like, for instance, you were over at my home once and we were playing Skyrim. Yes, yes. You were playing Skyrim and I massacred Whiterun like I did at the end of every playthrough of Skyrim. Yes. And I killed someone, and when he died, he hit the chair and blood came squirting out of his mouth. That was amazing. And I, I think of that as a winning moment. Absolutely. <laughs> it was brutal and really unnecessary. And If we're being honest, I can still visualize it. I can still visualize it, too. And there's no, there's no winning to it. I killed an innocent. Like, it was not part of a quest. It yep. meant nothing. But it was, to me, an accomplishment. It was the best. <laughs> that the, that the, uh, the, the, uh, what is it called? The random generation of blood spurt came right out of its open mouth. As he sat down. As he sat down. <laughs> like, the series of events was so perfect. 
Uh, I don't think he was even one of the people that were particularly mad at me. I think he was a farmer. I think he was a farmer, but... And he was probably having a pretty decent day up until then. He had just started to hear whispers about, like, murders happening at the and Central White Run, and then, uh... He's yeah. like, they're never gonna come to me. No. I'm just no. a nobody, you know? Um, anyways, yeah, like, like, stuff like that, like, like, a thing happening is more fun than the thing you planned on happening, happening. Uh, yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And it plays into... This is the thing I like most about quests is, like you said, it's like a player-created goal, um, an achievement, and it adds to the lore. It adds to the story. Oh, yeah, of, Okay, I'm a warlock. My goal isn't to win. My goal is to just show you how many cards I can draw, and then eventually I just die. Because that the one where you sure. the one where you draw cards, it's a, it's the warlock's quest. Okay. And warlock's whole thing is damaging themselves. Yeah. Uh, there's legitimately decks out there called Yes Warlock. And the goal is for you to kill yourself before your opponent can kill you. Sure. Um, <laughs> so that they don't get the the sweet taste of victory, you do. Right. It's like, no, nah, you didn't beat me. I beat myself. Well, that's so... I, th- I might have missed something. Did you say there's one quest per... Per class. Per class? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so that's kind of the new mechanic, if you will. It's not even really new, but... Um, is there the do you, do we know all of the quests? They've only shown two of them. Oh, so you have you haven't seen priest yet? We haven't seen priest. Okay. The, the druid one is cool in the sense of you have to end four turns with any amount of unspent mana. So maybe turn two, I only use one mana. Oh right, okay. That makes and then sense. I didn't use one, and so it counts as one out of my four ticks. Okay. Uh, which is cool because it gets you to play four subpar turns in order to get a good hero power. Sure. You know? Yes. Okay, there... So, so, since Magic uh, Arena has been introduced, they haven't done this at all. Are you familiar with flip cards in Magic the Gathering? No. This is what this sounds like. Okay. And they've introduced it in a lot of different ways. And flip cards are cards that have to be played in card sleeves because they are double-sided. And then they flip based on things. So there are lands that are there are a whole set of lands that are flip cards some that some that start as lands and become more powerful lands when you accomplish certain goals interesting some are creatures and turn into lands that generate i mean like all Whoa, sorts of stuff that's cool all sorts of stuff and then there are also uh there are a lot of flip creatures when they had um uh when they uh had two different sets on innistrad which is a basically a halloween themed World where you would love oh, Innistrad is the best. You would love it. I it's love, all I like the sound vampires, of. werewolves, like uh, is there uh, like cre- a creations? A Halloween arena. There's you could make your own Halloween arena as big as you want it to be. Um, and it, sounds great. It's like it's 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 maybe my favorite setting, and a lot of the cards are great. So there's tons of like transforming werewolf cards. You okay. can easily make a werewolf deck where like uh, a fourth, a third of your cards are all transforming cards. Are all like flip cards. I love that. Uh, and then That's cool. More recently, they did the flip lands, which are really cool, and they're also pretty expensive now. And uh, uh, when I got back into Magic really heavy in 2015, mm-hmm. in the core set for 2015, they did flip planeswalkers, oh, and they cool. were awesome. Like the because the goals that you had to meet were like doable but hard mm. to the point where you kind of like it would be best if you made a deck around it which kind of sounds the same as the quests like you don't just throw a quest card into a random deck you want to have some support yeah you want to put some support cards in there 
Um, so that's kind of what it sounds like, except for because of, because Hearthstone is all online and it always has been, I bet that the, the things that you have to do for the quests are more intricate than the things that you'd have to do for the flip cards. Yeah. The flip cards are more like you could throw a bunch of them into a deck. Um, and they all yes. have, a lot of them have the same triggers, some of them have wildly different triggers. Um, well, and I think too, like the magic, you can have a deck that's more than 30 cards. Yeah, we're, we're in Hearthstone, the 30 yeah. cards is limiting. Oh, I should have said, I mean, this would have been a good starter, like right off the bat here. Okay. I should have said out loud, and I'll clarify now, and you probably, if you played a lot of Magic the Gathering, you probably already, like, have, like, gotten it from context clues. I do not have a single deck that plays with maximum play sets. I do not play decks that have more than one of any card. Mm. I can't stand it. Because, the same thing because I'm not playing to win. I'm playing to have an interesting game, to play an interesting story, for it to be different mm. every time, whatever. I don't maximize decks. I like playing with a bunch of different stuff. Even if I have 10 cards that functionally do stuff very similar, they'll... They're, they're different. They're yeah. different. Like, they'll, they do slightly different things or they work in different instances, which means I might get into a situation where it would have been better to have one slightly different mm. than the one that I got, like that sort of thing. Um, but then you just go, ah, shucks, whatever, you move forward. Yeah. I should have said that from the start because I would say the primarily in the Magic the Gathering uh, arena, arena, <laughs> not arena, in the Magic the Gathering community, yes, yes. Um, people tend to make play sets, they, which is four of any non-basic land. Four cards of anything that's not a basic land. Sorry, yeah. is probably yep. the best way to say yep. that. No, Meaning yeah. that like any, you can put four of any card in there. The only stipulation is if it's a legendary card or planeswalker, if it, it, you can only have one on the play field if, of a specific name. Okay. Like for instance, uh, Gideon is a planeswalker and you could have two of his, two of his planeswalker cards out from different sets. But like, not two, two of the same. You couldn't have two of the same, exactly. Okay. Um, I have. I just hate it. Uh, the decks that I brought you today are yes. decks that are like that. Okay. And that doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just it is more expensive to do Singleton or Highlander. Yep. It's more expensive. Mm -hmm. Although it doesn't take a lot of work to get a bunch of cards that are similar but different that are like 10 cents a piece. And when you're paying four, $4 for a pack of 15 cards... Going out of your way to just look on a place like Card Kingdom or TCG Player or whatever and getting, like, interesting cards is not that difficult. Mm. And you get to see way more... You get to see more cards when you play a singleton deck. Exactly, yes. Fuel? Uh -oh. Low. Shocker. Well, we'll get some fuel here. We've just been, yeah, like, uh, full disclosure, we've just been driving around because this is card talk. Yeah. We could have done this in a... In a room, we could have done it anywhere. Or we could have no, even just done it in a car not moving. <laughs> but we decided... We, we have to get the sounds yeah. of the, the sounds movement. Sounds of the road. You know? We need to talk about people we don't like. So, to, to wrap it up here... Yeah. Oh. That is... Yeah. I did have something. So, yeah, did you... Yeah. Was there another thing about the new set that you wanted to talk about? Yes, this was it. This Thank is, you. This okay. is it. This I'm is sorry. perfect. I'm glad I could cut you off to talk about the thing that you were going to talk about before I cut you off. <laughs> It's my plan the whole time. I love it. I love it. That thing is, yeah. is just the League of Explorers coming back. Yeah. Because those were, the, they were from the League of Explorers. That's what it was called, the set. Um, where Singleton was introduced into Hearthstone. Yeah. So Reno Jackson, if you have no duplicates in your deck, restore your hero to full health. Um, which is a 
super awesome card. And is that is that part of the reason you like Reno Jackson? Yes, that is like the main reason. Okay. Um, you know, you get down to one health, and then you heal up to thirty, and your opponent concedes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a good moment. Yeah. That's okay. a good moment. Got it. And so they're the one that started the duplicate thing, no duplicate rule. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just crossing my fingers that that is maybe coming back. They'll maybe enforce it a little um, bit again. Since that is Reno's how Blizzard would call it, the heart, uh, what did they call it? The soul of the card, which is basically... Because <laughs> they can't say heart of the card? Yeah, the soul of the card being like, when I see um, Elise Starseeker, they now have two different versions of her. Right. She always shuffles something into my deck that is good. Yeah. That's that's sense. her soul. That's the language of the um, of a certain character or whatever. Yes, and Reno, from the one card we have of him, yeah. is the no duplicate thing. Sure. So I'm super excited about that because Singleton is... You know, you get your card collection, and you get sad when you look at a card, and it's good, but it's not good enough. <laughs> Sorry, there was enough. Yeah. Of a, there was enough of a pause there. Sticking. Yeah, sometimes you do get sad when you look at a card. Sometimes you're like, oh man, that card. Uh, you, angry chicken. You, you get sad when it's it's almost good enough. Yeah. But it's not good enough to put into a deck where you're running two of everything. Yeah. Um, but in a single deck, you're like, yes, maybe I'll put an angry chicken in there. Mm-hmm. And maybe it will win me a game, or maybe it will lose me a game, but at least I have the angry chicken in there. Yeah, sure. So that's what I'm excited about. We'll see. It comes out literally the day after uh, my child is due. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it might be a while till you touch on that again. Yes. Uh, no, obviously, you would have mentioned it, no news on Reno Jackson being a dragon. No news yet, but in the trailer that he was in... He definitely had wings and plows. No, different. Okay. He had a giant magical gun. Okay. And he ripped his sleeves off and had like... Like a dwarvish looking gun? It was a, like a bamboo cannon with infinity stone colored crystals floating outside the end. Okay. That works, magic I mean, gun. I the League it. of Explorers, they're all about finding artifacts and stuff. So yeah. he probably found it in some tomb. And he's like, let's you're, use this. You're being, you're being very diminutive right now. Okay. <laughs> he probably just found it in some tomb, idiot. <laughs> like, what a what a loser. Uh, it's called Saviors of Old Doom. Comes yeah. out August 6th. Exciting. Um, follow you know, our affiliate link. Follow uh, us uh, myspace.com. Feel free to listen to this episode in segments. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's let's end it with the. You got that joke prepared? I do have a joke, and I Kay. think I don't have to look. I, I I typed it out, but I don't oh. think I have to look at it. All right. This um, is it. Did you hear about the mathematician that hated that was afraid of negative numbers? No, I, I have not heard of him. He'd stop at nothing to avoid them. <laughs>